Welcome to Cosmic Roadmap. I'm your host, Melissa Lambor, Reiki Astro Geoguide and author. I support endless wanderers with where they are meant to be in the world. This podcast is for the digital nomad, the avid traveler, and aspiring globetrotter who is seeking their next destination on planet Earth. Join us as we venture around the world through people's stories and how astrogeography has connected them to their planetary energies and purpose. Hello, welcome to Cosmic Roadmap. This is the Spain edition. I am finally completing my trip here in Spain. It is August 11th, a beautiful day. It is the full moon. Also, Divinity Speaks just came out. This is the third book in the She Speaks series. I was in Legacy Speaks, Lineage Speaks, and this is the third in the series. So definitely get a copy. All the proceeds continue to go to Elamu Girls, which is an organization that helps women in Kenya get out of poverty. So definitely buy a digital copy or a hard copy to to support the authors and also Elamu Girls. So yeah, this trip has been me connecting to my cosmic energy, going through my astro maps. And I initially wanted to connect with the Venus energy here in Valencia. And that's where I started. And coincidentally, the least expensive ticket happened to be in Valencia. And I don't think, you know, it's a coincidence. It was meant to be because I really do feel at home here. Even though it is a Venus energy, you know, sometimes you think of Venus energy related to love, romantic relationships, and actually it's helped me pour back into myself a lot of self-love. The instant I got here, I realized that I was, I wanted to shop and really tap into a little bit of luxury, which was, wasn't really what I was doing back at home in New Jersey and in the States. I did feel like I was indulging a little bit, uh, allowing myself to, to just replenish and rest. And I felt the most productive here in Valencia. Out of all the, the places that I visited, I went to Barcelona, which I had some disharmonious Saturn energy, which is supposed to be a bit unstable. And I did feel a lot of ungrounded energy here. And as I moved up to Madrid, it was still a bit ungrounding, but there I had mercury energy. So it was all about communication. And I felt like there were a lot of situations where I had to stand my ground. There was this situation with a rental car where they, they tried to say that I, you know, I, there was damage on the car. And I, I really had to fight that for a whole week. <laughs> back and forth in Spanish and English. So it, it really pushed me to to use my voice. And even at the end of my time in Madrid, I even made some connections that were surprising. So I really did enjoy going through all my astral lines in Spain because it allowed me to to see the differences, you know, what mercury energy would feel like. It really kind of pushes you to use your voice. Even as I was traveling with a friend, you know, we had some hard conversations. And I think that allows you to to heal because sometimes we're, we're in misalignment and it just allows us to to break open and mercury energy doesn't necessarily help you communicate, but it did 
push me to, to communicate even better. So to open up where my might have been closed off. So that's been interesting. And now I'm moving on to, I'm, I'm actually here back in Valencia to take my, my flight to Frankfurt and then to Abu Dhabi and then to Kuala Lumpur and then to Bali because that was the whole intention of this trip to, to really connect with my home energy, my moon energy in Bali. So in this episode, I'm also sharing an excerpt from my Divinity Speaks chapter, The Girl with the Cosmic Roadmap, a beautiful love story with a cosmic twist. This is a follow-up book to the international bestsellers Legacy Speaks and Lineage Speaks, part of the She Speaks series. Every chapter has helped me demystify astrogeography in some way. And this chapter, I did it through a creative short sci-fi story. So these books were published by a dear friend and mentor, Bridget Aileen Sisko, owner of Exalted Publishing. So my chapter is The Girl with the Cosmic Roadmap. Every person deserves a place to call home whether it's on this earth or within their soul. From my chapter, Beyond Labels, Finding Your Place in the World, in Legacy Speaks. Maya, have you eaten? Screamed one of her mothers. Affection was shown through food in her household. Chili, cilantro, and fruit seasoning were their common ground. Her Thai Malaysian mom sprinkled tamarind chili powder over her fruit, while her Guatemalan Peruvian mom sprinkled a pepita chili lime mix. Just like their personalities, one was sweet and sour, the other salty and sour, but always fiery. They both were foodies, constantly battling it out as to who had the best dish. Every dish was carefully crafted to honor the origin of the recipe and the ingredients. She wondered how it would be with her birth parents. All she knew was that her biological parents were immigrants. Her mother from Egypt and her father from Peru. She ended up in foster care after her parents died in a horrific car accident leaving her all alone without any family in the U.S. The only thing foster care saved from her parents' belongings was a scroll that opened up to an elaborate world map with Arabic writing and astrological symbols. She knew that the seven-star cluster on the map referred to Pleiades, and she was named after one of the stars, Maya. Mother of Mercury, Roman god of commerce, communication, and travel. To her surprise, her foster moms owned a Subaru, which also meant Pleiades, but in Japanese. At least her foster mom could fill her in on her Peruvian side, along with living her living near Little Lima in Patterson, New Jersey. She struggled to connect with her Egyptian side, even though her neighborhood in South Patterson was predominantly Middle Eastern, Turkish, and North African. 
She spoke both Spanish and Arabic, but neither at a level that gave her confidence in her language skills. She was often misidentified as Dominican and rarely accepted for her true lineage, Egyptian or Peruvian. Maya's parents did an excellent job exposing her to many cultures, but didn't anticipate her feeling even more disconnected. She felt a deep connection to the earth and to the cosmos throughout her life. Even though she felt completely disconnected from her blood lineage, she found comfort in knowing that we all come from stardust. On any given night, you'd find her staring up at the sky trying to catch a glimpse of a shooting star. She knew this map she inherited had a message for her. Who could help her understand this map and unlock the true powers passed down to her? Would it allow her to go from astral projection to teleportation? Intuitively, she began astral projection by connecting with her chakras and incorporating artifacts from places around the world. She had a vast collection of crystals and textiles to harness the energy of certain places from afar. She would reference her map often, but she knew it wasn't being used to its fullest capabilities. Maya, someone's at the door for you, she heard from downstairs. Who was it? She never got any visitors. She tried to peek from the top of the stairs, but couldn't get a good look at the unexpected visitor. She threw on something more presentable than her constellation pajamas and made her way down the stairs with the ease of a lioness. Hey, Soraya, Maya greeted her visitor nervously. She finally understood what butterflies in your stomach meant. From the first day that Soraya appeared as the new girl at her school, she had this weird effect on her. They had barely spoken in class up to that point. So why was she at her house? Would you like to come up to my room? Maya was excited to show off her crystal collection and oracle cards. Soraya lit up at the offer and followed Maya up the stairs. I can't believe it. You have my favorite book. Soraya pointed to Allah, Liberty, and Love. The Courage to Reconcile Faith and Freedom by Irshad Manji. This book helped me normalize the feelings I was having. What feelings? Maya asked. But she already knew where this was going. The feelings I have towards you. Soraya smiled flirtatiously as she moved closer to Maya. Maya's mind began racing. Irshan Manji was a beacon of hope for her and so many in the Muslim LGBTQIA plus community. This was the first time her sexuality came into question. She had never been attracted to anyone up to that point. Even though her moms were lesbians, she never considered if she could be queer. Oh wow, I'm so flattered, Maya blurted out as her body quivered. But as she peered into Soraya's eyes, she instantly felt at ease and knew this felt like home. 
What's this scroll? Soraya stretched out the map and immediately saw the Seven Sisters star cluster. Did you know my name means the Seven Sisters? Or Pleiades in Persian? It's Altaraya in Arabic, but Soraya in Persian. Maya couldn't help but see the Pleiades connection. Were they Palladian starseeds? She was ready to be a star in her galaxy. She was Maya, one of the seven sisters of Soraya. Maya had finally found home. As they both touched the scroll, it began to light up like it never had before. That was the moment Maya realized Soraya was the missing puzzle piece. Let's see what this map can do. Maya said as she jumped into action, pulling out her astral travel journal to take note of the symbols that would light up. She had a feeling this map was meant to bring her closer to the cosmos. This was her cosmic roadmap. Maya began pointing at places, first her ancestral connections, Egypt and Peru, and then her cosmic connection, Japan. She had always been drawn to Japan and its culture, which also made her wonder if she had some Japanese ancestry from a Peruvian side. I knew it when I saw all the manga on your walls. Maya blushed as she glanced over at the Japanese comics. Saraya continued in awe. My plan is to travel to Japan the first moment I get after high school. I've even studied Japanese these past few years. I often astral project to Japan when I'm stressed. Maya shared how each astral trip allows her to harness the energy of Japan. Her hand was still over Japan on her cosmic roadmap. It began to show a blue line and what appeared as a symbol for the moon. The moon corresponds to the energy of home and family. Was this her future home, the one that her soul has been yearning for? Soraya placed her hand over Japan and a yellow line appeared with the symbol for the sun. The sun corresponds to the energy of illumination and fame. Is this where she would finally get recognized for her art? You know what this means. You are my sun and I am your moon. You bring the light to awaken my soul and illuminate my path. Do you ever meet people and wonder why you're so drawn to them? They may carry or embody the planetary energies you were destined to connect with. From my chapter, Beyond Lineage, our cosmic connection in Lineage Speaks. I invite you to go back through all my chapters in the She Speaks series. Each chapter revealed my purpose and helped me shed the years of shame I carried for things I had no control over, like my sexuality. The moment I awakened sexually, my whole life started falling into place. It felt like my spirituality and creativity had no bounds moving forward. In Legacy Speaks, I shared my nonlinear journey into astrogeography. In Lineage Speaks, I explained my ancestral connection to the cosmos that now allows me to help others understand their own unlikely cosmic connections to people, places, and things around the world. 
In my own search for belonging, I learned that I had to accept and forgive myself before I expected anyone else to. Once I faced the world unapologetically, my lived experience no longer had to hide in the depths of my psyche. The weight I carried all those years was finally lifted, allowing me to dive back into my body. I began to understand my chakras with energetic tools like Reiki and Ayurveda and discovered that my inner flame had long been extinguished by the rains of my sorrows. I stoked that fire again by aligning with all the things that lit up my soul. Travel opened up my eyes and heart to different ways of living and connecting. It was inevitable that my business, my legacy, my life's work would ultimately guide spiritual nomads back to themselves, their purpose, and their place in this world. This chapter of Divinity Speaks was meant to go beyond the scope of my reality, while being set in places that felt familiar. The Girl with the Cosmic Roadmap allowed me to weave in my lived and learned experiences across all the characters. It shows that we can all find a piece of ourselves in each other, regardless of the labels. We are forever connected by the cosmos. Just like Maya in the story, I developed my own cosmic roadmap with astrogeography to understand myself and how I relate to the world. As a child of divorced immigrant parents, I often felt disconnected from my roots and sought family or home in the most unlikely places. Astrogeography made me realize that the people I attracted and the cultures I was drawn to were supposed to bring me a sense of home, where I didn't feel it in my own family or community. Our families may disown or disapprove of our existence like Soraya experienced in the story. The concept of chosen family is nothing new in the queer community for the sake of safety and living authentically. Every queer story is a beacon of hope for those that have lost all hope within their own families. I resonated deeply with queer Muslim stories due to the many parallels to my strict Catholic upbringing. The power of those stories led me on an inward journey to loving myself, releasing shame, and honoring my desires. My chosen family, my cosmic family, was waiting for me with open arms. I am the girl with the cosmic roadmap. My adventure awaits. New loves, new experiences, new lessons, new stories to write about. By choosing the path least taken, I'm stretching myself in order to heal my lineage. I will travel along my harmonious planetary lines to harness the energy of each place. Each place unlocking more of my purpose and widening my perspective. The richness of my life will be measured by the quality of my connections and experiences. I will continue to interview people through my Cosmic Roadmap podcast and allow that to evolve into a video blog series as I travel around the world. 
Eventually, my best-selling novels will be flying off the shelves, and my stories will turn into blockbusters. My stories will bring life and hope into this world. I've rewritten my trajectory to align with my soul, not the expectations of my family, culture, or society. There's a fire within me that can't be tamed. No matter how much water you throw at me to put out the flames, I've weathered many storms and choose to stoke my own fire along with the fire of others around me. Community is what I seek moving forward. We can't depend only on ourselves. Healing myself has been essential to fill my cup to the brim. So my connections are not meant to complete me, but rather complement and amplify the greatness I already possess. Divinity speaking. I lean into the fire, the flames of my desire. You throw water onto my flame, but I harness the power of my pain. Allowing the mist and smoke to rise up high and my flames to burn brighter and roar louder into the sky. If you want to read the rest of my chapter and all the other inspiring stories within the book, you can find it on Amazon. All proceeds go to LMU Girls, an international organization empowering young women in Kenya to become entrepreneurs. If any of these stories resonate, please leave us a review on Amazon. Thank you for listening. And remember, lineage goes beyond your ancestors. You are meant to connect to the cosmos so you may finally find your cosmic family. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Cosmic Roadmap. If you're curious about astrogeography and where you're meant to be on the planet, go to CosmicRoadmap.com to download your free Passport to Purpose. You can also book a session with me where we can explore your own Cosmic Roadmap and chart your next destination in business, love, and life.